Today is the Sunday that is referred to in the church as Forgiveness Sunday. This Sunday is not once and it's over, but the church gives it to us and we commemorate it out of great need every year on the day before the beginning of Great Lent, Kathara Veftera. It's also um, a day where we very much begin our preparation our preparation that was last week's bulletin I saw meat fair Sunday I got confused for a second so it's also known as cheese fair Sunday because today not so long ago in Greece and Serbia and Russia and many other places in the world where Orthodox live Last Sunday was Meat Fair Sunday. Today is Cheese Fair Sunday. On Meat Fair Sunday, they cleaned out their house of meat. They ate whatever was left in the home that was meat. In fact, I was just reading an article in, a, in an old newspaper in Greece from 1968, not that long ago. Many of our parents were adults. My parents at least were adults then. The butcher shops closed on Cathara de Ftera. On Clean Monday, nobody, no one, not by force, everybody fasted by choice. Butcher shops had no business, so they closed on Cathara Deftera on Clean Monday. And today on Cheese Fair Sunday, we cleaned our houses out of dairy because today is the last day for those that follow the fast that they would consume dairy. And of course, we heard in the gospel today some strong words where it talks about not being hypocrites. It talks about if you fast, don't fast like the hypocrites. Don't fast and tell everyone how great you are because you're fasting. Don't tell everyone you're tired because you're fasting. Don't tell everyone that your glow is gone because you're fasting. Because then, all the work that you do fasting goes to waste. We've heard the last few Sundays that in the prodigal son, the gospel of the prodigal son, he was actually following the rules, the brother. And yet he was the one that was left out of paradise because he wasn't doing it with humility and he wasn't doing it with love. The Sunday before, the Sunday of the publican and the Pharisee, the Pharisee actually was following the law to the T, but he did it with ego. He was self-centered. He was proud. He had no humility, and therefore he too found himself lacking and left out of God's kingdom. I'm going to read you a quote, because today on Forgiveness Sunday, we are reminded of our need for forgiveness. Forgiveness is very liberating, as you know. Not only is it liberating to be forgiven, but it's liberating to forgive we have great power when we offer someone, by choice, forgiveness. Saint Cosmas Oetolos, I think most of you are familiar with him. Saint Cosmas lived during the Turkish occupation of Greece. He was a prolific writer and speaker, an orator. And he would, many of his quotes thankfully have been kept. He did great work for children, because you know it was illegal during the Turkish occupation of Greece, 
to teach children the Greek language or to teach them Christianity, to teach them about Christ. And thankfully there were people like him that kept both the language and the faith alive. But he says something about forgiveness related to today's gospel. So in case you missed it in today's gospel, Christ says, if you forgive men, people, in general, their trespasses, your heavenly Father, God, will also forgive you. It's that simple. If we don't forgive people, we will not be forgiven. If we make it more clear, we can change the words. Hopefully God doesn't get offended. If we don't forgive other people, we will go to hell. It's that simple. And yet it is the thing that we struggle with the most, to forgive other people. Here's what St. Cosma says, and I want us to think about this. And I quote, If a man insults me, so he's speaking of himself, if a man insults me, if he kills my father, if he kills my mother, if he kills my brother, and then gouges out my eyes, as a Christian, it is actually my duty to forgive him. We who are faithful Christians ought to love our enemies and forgive them. We need to offer them food and drink. We need to entreat God and pray to him to forgive them also. And then we should say, my God, I pray to you, forgive me as well, just as I have forgiven my enemy. Hard. But we see that more than anything, it becomes clear to us that we have need for forgiveness. We are imperfect, all of us. I remind myself and all of you together, all of us together, that none of us are perfect. All of us have problems and sins and shortcomings. All of us are in need of God's mercy, of confession, of the sacraments. Yesterday we had the second psychosavato, and we were talking about death and why we pray for the dead. We pray for the dead because once we die, we can no longer pray for ourselves. When we die the, from the second of death, there is no more repentance. And that is why we, so, we take so much time to pray for the dead. We ask God to forgive them, to grant them comfort and mercy. We pray that they're in paradise. And I was wondering the way things are going for those of us that are a bit younger, if there will be anyone praying for us when we die. The Psychosavata, when I was a kid, the Saturday of the Soul, the churches were full. And now there's 30, 40 people that come, 50 on the, maybe 100 on the first and the last Psychosavato. We have a responsibility to be conscious of our own, of the state of our own soul. We have a responsibility to forgive, to love one another, to live a life that is worthy of salvation, to put as much time into our souls as we put into all the other things in life, into education and our jobs and our recreation. You know, tomorrow is Kathara Defter, they fly a kite. Kartoetos, you know? It's fun, actually. So you can make, you make a kite, and on Cathedra Deftera, the kids would go out and they would fly their kites. We do that here too. 
And they say the kite, the body of the kite, let's say this is the kite, the body, it always has a tail, a hura, o kartaetos. And they say the tail, in order for the kartaetos, for the kite to fly, the tail can't be bigger or smaller than the body. Katalavate. Iura de borinane ute pio megali ute pio mikri apoto kartaeto. Ama ine megali ura, fa falirio kartaeto. Ama ine mikri de fa petax pote. So if the tail is too small or too big, the kite won't fly. It has to be the same size. And the saints say, the, the, the fathers, there's a tradition in the church, they say it represents the body and the soul. That whatever we, the amount of time we put into taking care of our bodies, the amount of time we put into learning regular knowledge, not religious knowledge, regular knowledge, has to be the same as the amount of time that we put into the soul. And you see it in the world. Someone who puts in 90% of their time into learning mathematics and zero religion, many times they have problems. You don't know it because I'm the one that talks to them. They come and they see me. They're out of balance. Our soul and the rest of us, our body and our mind, there has to be a balance where we nurture the soul the way we nurture the mind and the heart and the body. So on Forgiveness Sunday, today, this evening, there's always a Vespers at 6 o'clock. It's one hour. And right in the middle of Vespers is when we actually go into Lent. The lights go off. The vestments change to purple. And at the end of the service, we ask one another for forgiveness. And it is one of the most moving and beautiful points in the church year. If you're able to be here this evening, you'll experience something that is rare in the world. Where people, whether they know each other or not, with humility, look up and ask for forgiveness. And it's a beautiful, beautiful way to begin Great Lent. If I ask everyone for your forgiveness as we begin Great Lent. If I've failed you in any way, if I've upset you in any way, and I hope that all of us receive God's forgiveness so we can begin Great Lent in a very beautiful and uplifting way.